How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Alright, welcome back. We're back after a while away, but uh, the... Well, we get to actually talk about a Batman movie this time, so we're taking a pause for yeah. TV show reviews, and we actually can talk about a movie. Now, uh, originally, the the plan was to maybe do the both parts of The Long Halloween together, but we're just going to separate them into two different uh, two different episodes, because it'll, it, it'll help us Take forever. do less work, and, um, and yeah, and there's a lot of other stuff, right. uh, news and crap like that that we need to talk about, so uh, yeah, we're going to split them. Yeah, we're going to split them into two parts. I'm going to try my best to just review part one because I've seen both. Oh. Ian has just seen part one. So uh, but that's that's the I'll main help you ep- refresh. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the main episode. Uh, that's the main thing. Uh, but before that, there's there's quite a bit, again. We've been gone for a while, so there's been quite a bit of news. Um, obviously, I think the biggest Batman news is the fact that they're filming The Flash and uh so now the ben affleck batman is having scenes filmed um wherever they're or his body double at least well well, yeah not uh, that's why i said ben affleck's batman um not 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 ben affleck uh he he's on a boat with with j-lo yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um which good for him but um (laughs) i guess i mean to be honest him him i'm i get her i don't get but whatever (laughs) you know more they're they're perfect for each other it's fine it's fine uh but yeah so that's been going on that the flash is being filmed right now and we already we got set photos of the michael keaton Batcave, uh the michael keaton batmobile we haven't seen michael keaton yet um but yeah uh the, i i think we did i think i saw a couple of photos of him on set oh oh well, okay well as batman i guess is more i guess oh yeah not, not as batman um i wanted to get your thoughts what did you think of the the ben alfred bat cycle yeah, I mean it's fine. I mean I don't really care. Again, I don't care about anything with that Batman. So, no, true. But in terms of like just design, yeah, I thought I thought fine. it looked pretty good. I like I won't judge it until I see it in the actual lighting of the yeah, film. Yeah, Broad daylight can always be rough. I I just I don't look. I I'm not a fan of the laying down thing. Like I th- I think the bad pot is stupid from the Nolan movies. I mean it it works fine. Like in especially being like a part of the Batmobile, how it breaks apart. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that works, but I think yeah, that design yeah, is stupid. It's incredibly yeah. impractical and, and just kind of dumb. And so the fact They're that exposed. they just copied that basically and just, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's different, but they basically took, it's like, here, let's take this. And now how do we make it ours? And I don't, I yeah. just don't, I don't like it. Uh, I, I, I much, much preferred the one from the Batman that we've already seen. Um, even though that's oh, an yeah, impractical, that mo- mo- now that's an impractical motorcycle too. Let's not kid ourselves, but I just look, I think that looks way better than yeah. this long drawn out lay down on the front of it thing. I'm, it's just not my, I mean, I have nothing against it. I, it's just not my favorite. Yeah, I don't mind it, but yeah. Yeah, but, but it's fine. Um, and then there's a new bat suit apparently. Um, of course, which I, I, I mean, I, maybe it's, it looks like maybe a little lighter, but I can't tell if that's just cause it's out in the sun. So yeah, it's hard to tell when they, you know, it's broad daylight lighting. Those set photos never mm-hmm. look good. And if you remember people freaked out about the Batman when yeah. those photos first came out and it's like, you, you can't judge it then, but yeah. of course they're going to change the suit. 
because unfortunately that original suit from BVS was there's a whole copyright issue with the designers, so they really? can never use it again. Interesting. Yeah, like they did. Um, I didn't know that. The, the they didn't they didn't get credit in the credits for BVS, so that was why the suit was different in Justice League. Because oh. they're like, well, you can't use it again if you're not going to credit us. It. It's like, damn, oh. the one good thing. Wow, the one yeah, the one good thing about that, and uh, wow, that that really sucks. Um, but but at this, I mean, and I I I hate that just because I love that suit so much, but. Sure. Batman is Batman is one of the few characters where it doesn't bother me if he constantly has different suits because to me that makes perfect sense. No. Batman's a billionaire. Upgrading. He's yeah. gonna have like three million bat suits. Like, and I understand yeah. it's done for you know toys or whatever. I I know Boy. the reason why it's done, sure. and and that that kind of bugs me. But with that character, it it worked. Like that makes sense. That makes perfect sense for Batman to constantly be changing suits. So for yeah, Spider-Man, Man. no, that's retarded. No. But for, yep. uh, for Batman, yes, that makes perfect sense. No, totally. Yeah. So that's fine. It, it just, just don't make them look so stupid. Like in justice league, like that suit is just yeah. awful. And so this suit the, the, seems the better off Hawkeye or, uh, whatever uh, 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 night Arkham, owl night owl. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this one I think looks better, but again, it's hard to tell just from these. So. We'll see. Yeah, yeah well, we'll see, but, you know, whatever. I, it's going to be hard. I, I mean, what, when you, if he's standing next to Keaton's, it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll see what they even do with that. I don't even know, but um, I, I honestly. I feel like I the movie's going to be a mess. I couldn't really care less. I mean, they're just doing the same no. thing that they're doing with this garbage next Spider-Man movie where they they're, they know they've lost Multiverse. everybody and they're like, let's yeah. just uh, uh, bring in all the old people because we clearly failed and they like these. So that'll make them like their movie. And for for most all, all these other retards that are eating it up, then, yeah, it's It'll working. Work. But uh, for me, yep. nope, sorry. I, I really could not care any less about any of this. So do I love Michael yeah, like, Keaton? Yes. Which... Does part of oh. me like to see Michael Keaton again? Yeah. But how much not of that now. is weighed against everything else? And although I'm less mad about this than I am about the Spider-Man thing. So, sure. you know, I guess that I guess that's good. But. Yeah, I'm just kind of indifferent for the most part. I, I'm I'm indifferent to this as opposed to actively against the other one. That's the difference. Sure. Well, I just find it funny that every like every studio and franchise now is doing the whole multiverse, and people are like, mm-hmm. you can really tell who are the legit comic book fans who have you know grew up reading comic books and who mm-hmm. aren't, because all the people who are cheering for the multiverse clearly did not grow up reading comic books. Because like I don't know, do you know, do you know uh, Eric July? He's uh, a young ripper on YouTube. It's really I, good. I he's don't. like this. He's this really good comic guy, but he's old school. He's a libertarian. He's awesome. But he he was talking. He's like people multiverses suck. Yes, like, they do. Thank you, because they I, I, I they never work. They've never worked no. ever. They're the death nail. They always they always end up yep. killing tension, killing continuity. They mm-hmm. suck. Yes, and that's what like every franchise is doing now because it means you have multiple iterations you can like correct yourself if you mess up which which is why i I will give credit and i understand how many people hate hate it and i totally get it and and i i totally understand anything that's changed that drastically but that's why i kind of had a little bit of respect when dc in 2012 or 2011 went uh with the new 52 because that was them that was them retconning all of their multiverses over the past 30 years uh, because yeah. they had obviously it started with crisis, but then they had uh, infinity war was, or I'm sorry. Um, what is, what was infinite it? Earth, infinite. Uh, uh, yeah. Infinite earth. Um, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, um, no, was that, was that what it was called? 
I think uh, whatever the like one that. in the early two thousands because they did another one in the early two thousands like called yeah something else I'm blanking on the name of it but uh they had done multiple ones and um and so the new fifty two it was such a mess that that's what yeah, the new fifty two was it was them basically getting rid of they did that whole uh fifty two event where they basically yep. killed off the multiverse and then basically reset it so a lot of people didn't like that because they were resetting and i totally get that but i'm fine with it. You have I, I thought it was okay and it, and that first year of the new 52 most of the books were really good like oh yeah really I, good like that was some of jeff john's best aquaman. work uh yeah. the aquaman was incredible the justice league run was incredible the batman for oh, the yeah. first year was incredible like it was it was great green lantern was great yeah, yeah the flash yeah, yeah. in the first few runs was really good it, it was it was really solid, and then it fell off a cliff, uh, like halfway of through course. the second year, but and really started to suck. But um, at the beginning it was great. But yeah, the point is, multiverses they don't work. They they drop nope. short term attention, and then they're, they're everything's left in shambles. So yeah, it's all gimmicky. It's like, oh, what if yeah. in this universe this character did this instead? It's like, well, and then it's not some, that character then, right? And then at some point now there's no stakes, and there's no exactly there's nothing matters anymore. Literally just nothing no, matters. If character dies, there's another version of them that yeah. we can bring yep. in. Yeah, it's yep. stupid. Exactly. So, I, I hate it. Yeah, no, me too. And and clearly nobody's thinking. And um, nope. so, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's where we are. And that's just what's going to happen. And so we're just going to keep having shitty superhero movies for the next five years. And it's just like, yay, woo. Uh, can we just kill the but, genre at this point? Can it just be dead? Can we just stop having any? I'd rather have none. I'm, so- and I'm not kidding. I'd rather have none. Oh, trust me. We'll, we'll talk about that. I guess when we talk about Black Widow, but oh, uh, we're getting there. Jeez, yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll so, so that's pretty. That's pretty much all the Batman news. There's not really. Oh, much I disagree, else. my friend. Uh, oh, is there how more? about? How about our new Batwoman? Or no, Batgirl. Batgirl. Oh, I said Batman right. news. I don't give a crap about a Batgirl movie. Who cares? Well, what, type, what type uh, of Batgirl is this know, supposed he, to be? Is this is this the Batman Batgirl or is this uh, uh, the other uh, the Snyderverse Batgirl? Well, apparently, I just heard today that J.K. Simmons is coming back as Commissioner Gordon for Batgirl, possibly. Oh, so gosh. that would make it seem like it's the Snyderverse. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't even care. I don't care anyway. It doesn't. No. I don't. Which, I don't care one way or another. Which also makes that. no sense because the chick who's playing her is, of course, like black or multiracial, of course, because everyone knew that was coming. So I assumed, oh, this is going to be that's with what the I thought. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, that was what my, oh, that was my th- that was my thinking with that. Because I didn't I didn't look into it. it. I just saw that they had cast, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. So if yeah, if Commissioner Gordon is black, but no, it it shows you how little thought they put into it, other than we just need someone of color. Yeah. And uh, it was it was hilarious to see in real time because everyone wanted the chick from uh, Zombie Lane Two. Uh, What's her name? The dumb redhead. Um, people like her. The uh, and like, everyone's like, oh, the or the the like new character, the blonde. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the bubbly. Yeah, dick, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, she's a redhead in real life, and she actually looked apart. And everyone okay, was like, gotcha. it should be her, but because it will be, it won't be her. And so people were yep. exactly right when it was yep. this one Dominican chick. But yeah, who cares? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I did see that that happened and that that's coming, but I don't care. Um, it was just funny to watch it happen in real time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that that is that is amusing. Um, uh, I yeah, mean, I think that's it for Batman. I think so. Uh, Suicide Squad's coming out in uh, next week. So, 
Oh yes. So oh, that'll be fun. Which... I have I have avoided reading anything about it. I don't want to see any reviews. I haven't looked at anything that is said about it. I, I, I don't want to know. I just know it's got like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so apparently critics really like it. That means nothing. So who who That's knows? That's true. Um, but unfortunately, again, because uh, I don't know if you saw, but today has really been trending because of all the reviews for Suicide Squad and the praise. The freaking release, the error cut has been trending oh, okay. again. Apparently, you know what? I don't care. I I just don't care. You know what? Well, Dave, Fine, let's have it. You know why? Because that might make us get a Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Now we won't. Well, unfortunately, uh, bad news, Mark. Uh, Warren Brothers actually put out today because David Ayer put out a whole letter because he sucks. Where he's like, uh, he does, the theatrical yeah. Suicide Squad was not my movie. It's like, huh? Funny, you said the exact opposite when it came out. He literally said. It's still my movie because he just wanted to kiss ass and keep working. Sure, sure. Um, but funny enough, every movie he's done after that, like every movie he did before that was terrible. So they're like, oh, we're really not, you know, losing out on this guy if he sticks around. But anyway, yeah, he put out a statement. So Warren Brothers put out a, a kind of contrasting statement saying they have no plans to do his air cut or uh, develop it in any way. OK, good. I, I, I don't care. Like, oh, I God, don't no. care at all. Um. Okay, well, that's I don't know why people acting like they care. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's weird, man. This is such a weird trend we're having right now, where people are taking these garbage movies and then somehow latching onto them for some reason. I don't understand. It's very weird. Like, I, I can at least get the Snyder version, even though it was dumb, because like he at least had stepped away and kind of got screwed, whereas David Ayer completely went along with it. It was like, dude, you allowed them to do it. You just rolled over and played the good boy and let them take the movie from you you were perfectly fine whereas snyder there at least you could tell he did not want them to yeah do it yeah. without him whereas they like Ayer was the opposite like how come there isn't a release to edgar wright cut fan movement for ant-man like i don't get it yeah yeah or uh release the uh original solo version like why are we not getting there these? was that for a little bit yeah but yeah how come those two aren't why is it only these two hacks I don't, I don't know it's very strange that is a good point um uh, as far as non-Batman news, uh, today, actually, as we're recording this, uh, they released the, uh, or they came out with the, the release date for Hawkeye. Um, oh, the first, yeah, they The did. first official, like, photo, and um, it's coming out November 24th. November? Yeah, November yeah. 24th is when that's coming out. So, can't wait to watch how that gets butchered, because um, every uh, uh, Disney I'm, Plus show has been just yeah. absolutely horrendous. Um, again, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier was... At least enjoyable just to watch Bucky and Sam because those are are great characters. And I thought the character work for the until the end, but for the most part, the character work with those two characters, I thought was enjoyable. And I liked watching them interact with each other. The story is just awful. And um, of course, and all that, you know, everything else is pretty terrible. But but them together and then obviously uh, the John Walker story arc was pretty good. Um, Oh, yeah. So there was a little bit. But the others I've refused to even watch after um, everything else that I that I keep hearing and everything else I see about him. I nope. I, yeah, Loki I, looks I, terrible. I'm past the point of being able to just go through things, Ian. I'm just I'm just past it. it I just can't. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just I came in I came in like fake interest at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I, I I definitely cannot. So. Um, uh, I'm going to watch Hawkeye and will probably be mad the whole time. Um, oh, you will. The, the Okay, this is the one thing. Obviously, they're doing Clint Barton and Kate Bishop. The difference with this from the way everything else is trended is this is like actually an established character. 
unlike most of the other things that they've done where it's just, oh, we replace sure. him with a female, whatever. I mean, this is now am I, I'm not a fan of the Kate Bishop character really in the comics. Um, but they don't know much better in the Matt Fraction, David Aha run. She's OK. I mean, that's just a really, really good run. And it's really it's, it's a great it's a great book. And obviously she's a main character in it. And it's fine. It's probably the most I've ever somewhat been okay with her. And apparently that's been a pretty major uh, source material for this show. For for this show, that there, I, I don't know if it's officially adapting or not, or not, but I know that that's been a big influence on the show. And so that's like, okay, well, that's a good sign because that's a great book. But the problem is. I don't understand how they can do it because this is not the same Hawkeye. Nope. So uh, I, that's where I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen with this show because we've never had Hawkeye in the MCU. Not really. And so, not really, which is a shame because there's been glimpses and Jeremy Renner's perfect if they actually wrote the Hawkeye character, but they got screwed because they, they changed Did nothing with him in the first one. Well, yeah. no, the problem again, it all stems for it goes back to the very first movie because they completely revamped the Tony Stark character for Iron Man, which was a good idea because yeah. the Tony Car- the, sure. the, the Tony Stark character is boring as crap in the comics. So they upped him. But the problem was his personality is basically Clint Barton's personality. Yeah. So then when they did introduce Hawkeye. They clearly were like, well, we don't know what to do because we can't just make him another Tony Stark, which he is yeah, without Tony any money. Everything at that point. Yeah, uh, he he's basically a dumber and way less rich and Tony Stark. Like that's that's kind yeah. uh, he's, you know, he's this witty, quick mouth womanizer kind of dick. Like that's kind of Hawkeye's character. And, and it's not him in the movies. No, not at all. So. They didn't know what to do with him in the first movie. So it's like, all right, mind control. And then, all right, yep. we, now we don't have to worry about it yet. And then for the next movie, they're like, uh, 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 married with something. kids. And I'm still angry yeah. about that to this day. I was so mad. It wasn't, it wasn't Iron Man three or uh last Jedi sure. level of, of, um, of anger, but it was close. It, it was close. Sure. And, um, and then after that, the character was basically neutered. I mean, at least they gave him more of, kind when he wasn't when they wasn't with a family they gave him more of a hawkeye personality in age of ultron so all that stuff is actually really good um yeah most of his stuff other than again other than the family thing most of his other stuff in age of ultron was actually pretty good and and a little bit closer to the character but um you know and then obviously they did you know the kind of ronin arc a little bit with endgame and 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 that was fine because that was you know that's that's a different scenario but now I I honestly don't know where there is to go with this character. I have no idea what you do. I I, I don't know. It, it I can't don't think be, they know either. It can't be Hawkeye. So so I'm so confused. I, I just don't know what's going to happen with this. And it I feel like if anything, it's just going to be a way to get a new female lead into the MCU. Oh, yeah, so no, he's one, just going to no, be 100. percent That's the whole reason. But because that's all. That's yeah, what but they're it's doing just going Yeah, it's just going to be him there to. Sh- I would say train, but they hate having a man yep, yep, yep. mansplain how to train. Hence, Doctor Strange was supposed to be in WandaVision. And they're like, no. And Tony Stark was supposed to be in Black Widow. And they're yep. like, no, we don't yep. want men telling them what to do. So if anything, they're just going to go full, make him a complete 
aloof and just he can't do anything right. And Kate Bishop has to come in and fix everything that he's messed up. Now, but again, again, to be fair, though, that kind of is a little bit of the character dynamic with those two characters in the comics. Oh, so, a little bit. Oh, but yeah. then they're definitely going to do it times yeah. 10. The problem is that's not this Hawkeye because the Hawkeye in the comics is kind of an idiot. Like that's kind of part sure. of his character. And so that's kind of the dynamic with the Kate Bishop. Oh, she's younger, but she's a little bit more mature kind of than he is. So that's part of their dynamic, which is, well, then I, which can I be interesting, you know. but that's yeah, not yeah. this but, character. This Hawkeye is not that. But, so I can't imagine that playing out that way. No, but now it will be because now they'll be like, well, will we finally make him uh, comic accurate and you guys are just mad that yeah, but he's the problem an idiot is they're only going to do that part of the comic accuracy. Of course, it's going to be the ultimate like gaslighting like, oh, yeah. we can't win with fans. See how, how see how ridiculous they are. We can't do anything right with them. They just hate women. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare, Mark. Yeah, no, you know, no, again. Uh, yes, probably. Yes. Yes, that's definitely it's probably going to happen so i'm ready to be mad about that in november but um oh yeah you should be <laughs> that's about the only I'm not gonna watch. Uh, again I, I will watch that and be angry um uh i won't watch any other marvel thing until a next guardians movie and just, i'll yeah, probably I, watch I doctor strange just because of sam raimi just to see what happens and I, <sighs> i'll probably end up too. watching the next thor movie because Christian Bale's in it, and that I'm curious to see how that oh, that's goes. True. And that's about ah, it. So three no movies that I plan on watching at all from here on out of Marvel. That's it. And I don't plan on. That, watching and that's else. if a lot of those end up end up happening because Marvel true, is. True. <laughs> uh, there was some other news today. I don't know if you saw some pretty big news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to get to that next, but um. Okay, go for it. But anyway, so they're not in a good spot. That came out, and now another big news from today is. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing, uh, suing Disney because apparently yep. they uh, breached her contract. Breached her contract, and so that that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, what happened is she in her contract she was promised a certain portion of the box office uh, intake. Mm-hmm. You know, which is very common. Actors do that plenty yeah. of time when they negotiate. Um, it's, if you're smart, if you're part of a big franchise, you do that and you make buck, you make bank. Yep. Um, but because of the whole released on streaming same day, uh, and I don't know if you've been looking at the box office for Black Widow, it's been abysmal. I mean, granted, you've got multiple things going against it, you know, this whole COVID in between. I I mean, I thought, I mean, comparatively, I thought the box office was actually okay just for the way movies have been over the past year. Yeah, but it's still nowhere near like you know the old the old days where they yeah, could yeah. fund the next movie with each movie. Yeah, of um, course. and but but of course Scarlett Johansson is pissed off because you know she loves money like every other actor, yeah. and she's not getting a big portion of that. Which to be fair, she's not wrong. It's part of her contract, right? And it's like you know you can't be mad at her, but it's just the poetic justice, you know, where they're like because <laughs> all the marketing before the movie is how. Oh, we're finally giving this character the respect she deserves that we wanted to give her since day one. It's mm-hmm. like the why, why is this movie coming out now? Yeah. But um. Well, so on top of that, yeah. Well, I was just saying, yeah, uh, just just reading here. Apparently, another part of the suit is coming from the fact that Disney, like the Disney Plus sales, I guess they're not aren't the same part of that. 
Like, di- like Disney is not sharing the profits from Disney Plus. Yeah, like, and, and, and that's as... also why theaters are mad, too, because they're like, hey, you know, we're getting a fraction of the people coming to our theater because a lot of people still have Disney Plus and watch it that way, and we don't get any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, to me, it's completely stupid. And HBO is doing the same thing, and I don't know why. I feel like they like they're doing the whole exclusive on H, uh, HBO Max or whatever. It's like when the, I feel like when the movie comes out on DVD, that's when it should automatically be on the streaming service, and then that yeah. way people who have the streaming service don't have to rent it or buy it yep. as like you know, hey, incentive because yep. yeah, to do it same day. You're yeah, just at this point, it's stupid. Like it made sense last year because there were no theaters open, so okay, right, right, or, or okay. Only, you know, the the chains weren't open. It was just independent theaters. So it's like, yeah, that totally makes sense. But at this point, yeah, that shouldn't still be happening. I I don't know why they're still doing it. It, Am I complaining having HBO Max? No. (laughs) But in the grand scheme of things, should it be happening? No. (laughs) Well, because it's like Suicide Squad, I'm I'm looking forward to, but like, I'm not dying to see it. It wasn't a movie I was asking for. Like, oh, I need to have this in my life. But Dune... You bet your ass I'm going to go see that in IMAX because that movie deserves to be seen in IMAX. But like Maybe. for a lot of these movies, like Mortal Kombat, Godzilla, <laughs> do I care about those movies? No. Right, right. It's like, okay, one excuse to keep this for another month or so. And they have a much better catalog than uh, Disney Plus. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, to me, it's such a dumb business model and it's not sustainable. So No, no. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised too if like AMC and Regal pack on a suit against Disney. Well, I think, didn't HBO Max already say that they're going back to their other way after this year like this this whole thing is oh, just probably. for this year i'm pretty sure they came out with a statement I think about so. that yeah i think you're right i think yeah 2022 they yeah. said it's gonna be all yeah, movies yeah, and yeah. theaters which yeah, is like so that no makes shit. that makes more sense um but oh, yeah that's God, weird but, we'll oh, see man, how that goes we'll see yeah. how that goes so that's interesting the, yeah, yeah good for her <laughs> yeah 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 sure yeah, yeah i have no, no issue with it they're they're trying to screw her out I, of whatever then sure um I mean, I have no love for Scarlett Johansson, but if I want to see anyone fail, it's Disney, uh, <laughs> especially yeah. from their own people. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, okay, so I guess we might as well just talk about movies we've seen and just start with Black Widow then, because why not? We're already nice talking segue. about it. Um, the movie's horrible, and now we can move on. Uh, that's probably more thought than the people who made it. Uh, it is. It, no, it, it is. Not, literally, not one thing that happens in the movie, not one, makes any sense at any point. Like, not even no. for one scene. So, that that just tells no, you all. nothing's okay, memorable. My mom made me go, made me go see this, basically, um, because I was at home and... It was like my last day and I wasn't flying out to that night. And she's like, well, we need to do something. Let's go to the movies. I was like, yeah, but there's literally nothing that I want to see. And she's like, well, but we need to do something. So let's go see Black Widow. And I was like, I don't want to. Anyway, it ended, it ended up happening. And I, I, I tried to sleep through most of it. Um, but unfortunately, I just don't sleep well in movie theaters. And, it's probably uh, too loud to sleep through. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that didn't really happen. <sighs> it, okay, let if, me just say this: my mom, my mom is someone. Okay, my my mom doesn't really care. Like my mom just watches things, and that and they just are you know they're just movies, and she doesn't yeah. really care. And she likes the Marvel movies, and you know, sure. uh, even even she was like when we were leaving, she's like, 
I don't think that was really that good. I was like, no, no. <laughs> and I just like rattled off about four things right off the bench. She's like, oh yeah, that is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how bad it was. The normal people who don't care about basically anything in movies. Even they know this is just pure shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, any, it, any... it literally like it's it's not even worth getting mad at. It's just incompetent. Oh, no. It's just it yeah. it literally looks like no effort was put into it whatsoever. The only effort is like the actors try in a few scenes. They try and elevate the material a little bit. And, and that's yes. about the only even shred of an effort of anything you can have from this movie from from i mean from the filming from the directing from the writing oh, from the awful. cgi from the uh the oh. stunt work like from the fighting score everything is just the worst so it's just it's not even it, it's not even really worth calling a movie to be perfectly honest so there's really not even really much to isn't. get mad about cuz it's just so like, incompetently the, stupid the people the people I see giving us like four and a half, five stars, I'm like, okay, you guys just have to be Marvel shills. Because yeah, yeah. like you said, even common moviegoers, like my mom, I'm sure would be the same way. She'd yep. be like, this is boring because there's no there's no passion behind it. And mm-hmm. granted, that's kind of been a criticism for a lot of Marvel movies, but for the most part, they something usually ends up redeeming and kind of justifying its existence where yeah. it's like, you know, a character's done really well or certain. This, yeah, like you said, nothing's done well. No. I mean, it just feels like a movie where they they just they were obligated to make it, and, yes. and the story feels that way too. There's no urgency. It's like, no. oh, we gotta stop the red room. Why? Because uh, we ha- we gotta have a mission, I guess. Yeah, like, and no then they, they, they take no account of anything that's happened before. They take no account of nope. any characters, like the Black Widow. Ca- this Natasha character is gone. Like it's destroyed. Like everything about the character is just absolutely character assassinated to the max every single part of it because they either don't know or don't care what this who this character is or both i don't know and uh, it's possible it's it's just it's 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 kind of impressive to be perfectly honest it's kind of impressive how little part, thought was put into anything that happens in this movie maybe the only part that you could get mad at is the villains because yeah. my god yeah, I guess. Again, but... we, we, especially in the beginning, we, we talked about how bad the Marvel villains are, and there are plenty of really bad ones, sure. of course, you know. And it's like, now we're back to the really bad villains. It's funny how the thing that we used to malign Marvel for, people are like, well, they, okay, yeah, the villains weren't great. It's like, but no, Marvel has been doing this for how long? And it's like, we thought they finally learned, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, they, they, they learned from their mistakes. But now in, like, what, year 14 or whatever, they're back to it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're just going to give them a break? Like, no! Nope. Nope. Like, that's terrible. why I'm like, it's totally fine. Like, do we have to like everything that Marvel does? No. It's like, if, no. if you just, bl- if you blankly love everything, you're going to get mediocre crap like this going forward, which yep. seems to be the case. Yep. No, exactly. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, yeah. We can talk about other movies that we've seen. I've seen a lot. Um, you have, I but, have. uh, uh, the only other one I want to talk about now, I've seen two recent ones. So like that just came out uh, other than Black Widow. Uh, I watched No Sudden Move um, on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. And Soberg. it was basically exactly what I kind of thought it, it was going to be. After watching the trailer, I was like, OK, I have not heard of this at all. It's this big ensemble movie. It's this, this big, big name cast. director. 
this is probably going to be the most bland and boring movie ever. And that's pretty much exactly what it was. Yeah. It's, it's just very, it's just, I'm trying to even remember what happened. Like it was so forgettable. It's so slowly paced. uh, It's not bad. It's just like, it's fine. Like, you know, there's enough really good actors in it and stuff. So like, it's fine, and it's kind of nice because, you know, it's just different. It's a low-key, more of a low-key drama, like gangster movie, which is nice to yeah. see. But yeah. there was just nothing. I can't even remember what the story was. Like, Oh, boy. It was just so... Like, Don Cheadle's the main character. He's really good um, in this movie. And he gets hired for a job with some other people, and it goes wrong, and... I don't even remember what happened. Mm, I I would have to look at I would have to look it up again and um <laughs> and and try and refresh myself for what happened cuz I saw this like I don't know like a month ago and yeah. So it it, it was what it was. I'm sh- I mean it, it's the worst part about it which I did, is just mind-blowing. Soderbergh shot the whole thing with a fisheye lens. So the uh, whole time, everything on the sides is like distorted and blurry. It's so oh God, weird. It's it looks like, so weird to watch. Like, it's like that stupid Army of the Dead movie. Yeah, you're sitting here and like halfway. Th- I didn't even think about it at first. And then about halfway through, I'm like, why does everything? Why is everything like weird on the sides? Like everything's oh, stretched because it's it's all shot in a fisheye. It, it looks terrible. Like it, it's bad. That's the yeah, one that's part. Like of the, that's the part of the movie that's truly terrible. Oh, um, why? But as far as story, it's just kind of bland. It's just kind of any other gangster, low budget, you know, type Typical of movie. Streaming movie. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same as you could you would expect, except with a lot of big actors in it. That's crazy. Yeah, good lord. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, all the actors are good. Um, but literally, look at this: Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, David Harbor, Ray Liotta, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, Kieran Culkin. Um, Julia Fox, like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a lot of actors in this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and most of the, and again, the acting's good, but yeah, it's just kind of forgettable. Just is what it is. Um, the other Logan lucky, huh? No, Logan lucky. No, no. Logan lucky was way better. Um, the other new movie I went, I went to go see old. Cause I just wanted to go see a movie in the theater oh, and I was God. like, Oh, M night Shyamalan came out with a movie. I saw like half of a trailer. Didn't look anything else up. I was just like, I just, I want to go see a movie and I don't want, I know if I look it up, I'm not going to go. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to Shyamalan. Yeah. I'm just going to go and we'll see. Um, it was weird, man. Old is it's, it's a strange movie. It's like, okay, it's not, it's one of the, it's, it's the example of, all right. This is an interesting idea, but there's not enough here for a whole movie. Uh, like oh if this, yeah. like I, I, I saw this comparison a couple times. This would have been a phenomenal Twilight Zone episode. Twilight Zone. I was gonna say, yeah, that sounds like, like a twenty good minutes, Zone half episode. hour. Yep. Like if it was a short story, like a like a short or something, I think it yep. would have been great. Yep. You're uh, totally right. Because it's an interesting idea. It's different and whatever, and there's mystery and, and you know, but it just drags on and on and on and it just turns into pure schlock it's just it's just pure schlock 
like halfway through the movie. It's Sorry. just set pieces. It's just like, what would be creepy? This. And then that happens. And you're like, yeah. well, there's not really any more story happening because they're just trapped here and getting old. And so the interesting part is watching them get old and you see different things like at one point, you know, because I think 30 minutes equals a year. So, okay, you know, they're aging. The whole movie's in one day, basically, because everyone, you know, gotcha. that's how fast everyone's aging. But like at some point, like the dad loses his eyesight, like starts to lose his eyesight because, oh. again, now he's like 70 something years old. And then the mom starts to lose her hearing. So, like, there's little things like this that are really interesting. Um, sure. And, and you know, there's a lot there's there's interesting stuff to play with. There's just not enough to play with for a whole right. movie. And so that's why it just turns into schlock by the end. And, and it gets just. Stuff starts to happen Shyamalan. like overboard where you're like, not only is it schlock, but like we're, we're like playing into, we're overplaying the schlock even. So oh, it's like, no. just calm down. Like at one point, again, spoilers, I guess if anyone wants to see it, but at one point they, they, uh, kill one of the guys as, cause the, the, the one guy's like going crazy and he's trying to kill the dad and the mom and the mom cuts him with a rusted knife. And, okay. and again, everything ages fast. So now like he immediately gets like rust poisoning and you see it just like take over his whole body, like real fast. Oh. But it like goes on and on and on and on to like every single inch of his body is like disintegrating. And I'm like, this is not how death works. Like he would have died already. As soon as it hit his heart or his brain, <laughs> yeah, once he's your dead. organs get like, shut down. Yeah. So it's just, it's like things like that where it just keeps sure. going on. And then like the ending just keeps, they could have ended it well. And then they didn't. And it's just like, uh, they do. Okay. Again, spoilers, spoilers for old. Cause I just want to talk about this. Um, I don't care. The, uh, the ending, pretty much everyone dies. And then cool. you have the main kid, the kid and, and the, the brother and sister are the only two still alive. Everyone else is dead. It's the next morning. And they're both, they were six and 10, I think, or six and 11 when the movie started. And now they're like in their mid fifties or whatever. And, um, so they they end up they they end up finding a note that one of the kids from the resort had given the kid when he was still a kid and it said something about the coral reef so they're like oh I guess we'll swim out there and see what happens. And you know, they end up getting stuck and it, it looks like they drowned where I'm like okay, well clearly they're not dead because we didn't get a death scene so they're not dead. Um but anyway, um and then then you see people uh M. Night Shyamalan actually is watching oh them. no oh no he's in the movie of course and i know um, he is god oh. and then so he drives back to the hotel and you find out there's a whole medical facility there and they're basically experimenting on these they, they take people with illnesses and they make drugs and they uh, they basically give them these experimental drugs and then they they can see how the drugs affect them over a lifetime but in one day that's what they use this beach for. Oh, what a twist. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like, oh, we're actually, we're doing it for good reason and helping medical fields and stuff. And you're like, why? We didn't need this. This is stupid. No. Nope. We didn't need any of this. This is, this is dumb. <laughs> like, no. Ugh. But, Shut but then there's me. a moment where, and this was a great moment. So then all of a sudden it cuts to this guy sitting on in, in a deck chair, like out on one of the patio areas. And it's a guy we had seen at the beginning of the movie where one of the things the little kid does, the main boy is he goes around and just randomly asks people their name and what their job is. Like, like, you know, just a weird thing a little kid does. 
and but his thing is like he can remember everything like that like he he remembers names like that's he's really good at that so then the end of the movie and and at one point at the beginning he had asked this guy his name and his occupation the guy said whatever his name was and he said he was a police officer so then at the end of the movie you see this guy sitting there and then you just see a, a figure walk up to him and hand him this diary which like had all the information or whatever and uh and just says hey you're this you're a police officer aren't you and he just goes yeah and he hands him the book that should have been the end of the movie that would have been a great ending uh, no 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 that's not the ending then we see everything play out and all the stuff that happens and then we see the guy you know the guy you know him confront the boy and the girl oh they're alive and now they confront. it's like well no shit they were alive and then they confront <laughs> the doctor and then see the police guy make calls and then this and then it cuts to black and you're like okay now we're over nope fades oh back God. in and there's a helicopter shot where they're flying over the beach and they explain oh yeah your thing worked and they're gonna be arrested now and this and it's like well yeah we know in the movie <laughs> i was almost like i almost wanted oh, to God. say in the theater like end like be done you're done you finished <laughs> it stop oh Ugh. yeah i, I will ending. never you watch a decent ending in there that would have been a cool last shot Okay, cool. The guy shows up. Hey, you're a cop, aren't you? Hands him the book. Like, that's a pretty cool ending. I'll give him that. That's a nice thing to end on. Nope. Ugh. So it's like part of the movie was fine. Some of the acting was fine. The idea is good. But good lord, it just dragged on way too long and there wasn't enough there. So Mm. I didn't mean to talk about that that long, but... It's all right. Was what it was. Um, I've seen a bunch of other movies just real fast. I finally watched Midnight Run. That's a great movie. Um, oh, I need to see that. Great yeah. Robert De Niro movie. It's basically playing strange and automobiles, but with criminals. Um, Pretty much, yeah. I finally watched Grease for the first time. Oh. I'd never watched that before. Just hadn't got around to it. Knew all the songs from it, but just hadn't watched it. Did not like it. I think it's a stupid movie. There's no plot. Like nothing happens. Like it's like the most disjointed thing I've ever watched. It's like follow some sort of line, like at all. Like it's just, it's all over the place. So I I don't know. The music's fun. And obviously John Travolta is great. And Olivia Newton, John, they're they're great. And I, you know, they're fun to watch, but yeah, it was just, I wish there was more of a through line with the plot. Like it's just bounces all over the place. Um, and then I just I've gone through a run and I've just watched a ton of DC animated movies after the you have because they've been on HBO Max. I'm like, all right, I haven't watched any of these. Well, so I watched yeah. Justice League Dark finally. And then I watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Then I watched Constantine City of Demons and then watched Teen Titans Judas Contract. Those I've watched over the past hmm. week. And they're all pretty good. To be any honest. of them good? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, they're pretty good. Okay. The, the, both the Justice League Dark movies are interesting. Um uh, the first one's like, you know, more of an introduction to the, you know, the people in Justice League Dark. So they use Batman, obviously, because they'll just put Batman in anything. But they use him as like the uh, it's kind of weird because Batman's not usually used as like the audience member character, if that makes sense. No, where he's like learning about all these characters and magic stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of an, an interesting dynamic, I thought. Um oh. But it was fine, and then Apocalypse War is weird. It's like their, uh, it's like their Infinity War. Like everyone dies, literally. Like oh, everyone wow. dies. They all get killed basically by um, um, Dark Side. And so Ooh. it's like it's kind of like a uh, a post. 
it's like it's like the beginning. Think of you know the beginning of Endgame. It's like that. Sure. Like that's basically the whole movie, but but without oh, the reversing cool. the snap and then everyone's alive. Right. Um, oh. So that's kind of interesting. You get to watch a lot of characters just out. get brutally slaughtered. That's what Darkseid does. Um. Yes. Yes, he does. Uh. And then I watched the Constantine animated movie, City of Demons, and my gosh, you talk about a dark freaking movie. Good grief. Oh. I mean, they open up the floodgates when they first made a Killing Joke rated R, because all these are R. I guess Both so. the Justice oh. League Dark movies are R, and this Constantine movie's R, and that is R. Holy crap. Like, that is a... Taking you talk about a bleak and somewhat disturbing animated movie. But again, I mean, that is the Constantine character, but... Whew. Oh, sure. It was good, though. I mean, I liked it. I, I mean, I really like what they've um, how they've used this animated Constantine character. I think they've done a great job because I, I really like that character. And um, check it out. And and the other great part about it is he's voiced by Matt Ryan, who plays oh. Constantine um, nice. in live action, who I loved. Like, again, yeah, he looked great. I loved the freaking that. I love that show. I watched all of that Constantine TV show on CBS and then nope booted after 13 episodes like that happens every time i like a show like this and then and then freaking legends of tomorrow and flash and crap are like in season eight and whatever and you're like and look like ass why couldn't this one i mean i i'm I'm happy that they brought matt ryan as a as constantine in legends of tomorrow am i gonna watch no but i'm happy at least got to keep keep doing the character but his show was fun like i enjoyed it it was different and i i liked him he's great constantine and so he do, he he does the voice acting for Constantine in the dark movies and in the the animated movies. So that's so, cool. So he's yeah. great. Um, I mean, he's phenomenal. I'll, as that I'll character. check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because they're on HBO Max. Definitely worth watching. Um, especially yeah, in the light of a lot of other, you know, how DC animated movies have just, you know, it's really been kind of rough. Those three that I watched, I enjoyed quite a bit. So, uh, and then Teen Titans Shooters Contract, I finally watched. That was from like 2017. And it's fine, yeah. It's it's just yeah. kind of fine, like kind of most of them. It's at least I nice. Love the show, it's but, at least know. nice watching, um, you know, an adapted story not change the whole ending. So God, I enjoy. Like? I appreciate that. I know, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was kind of nice. But yeah, that's pretty much all. And then obviously, I've watched the two long Halloween movies. Um, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, yeah. Other than Black Widow, I've only seen two movies. Both are fairly new. Uh, I saw one. It was like this documentary on HBO about um, Woodstock '99. Okay. Uh, oh, because I heard yeah. good things. About I saw it. I saw that come out. Um, I saw that pop yeah. up, but I didn't really think about watching it. Yeah, uh, it's ass, Mark. It's, it's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. But it is actually entertaining garbage because it's not like you know. It's obviously H- HBO. It's you know very well made documentary, very well edited, and everything put together. But, like, the whole narrative behind it, because it talks about, you know, kind of the failure of Woodstock 99. And I, I remember it briefly, you know. Obviously, I was only, like, six, but I remember hearing about it and just that it was this kind of disaster of a show, you know. A lot went wrong and stuff. So they're kind of, like, you know, investigating what went wrong. And, like, I thought that'd be interesting to kind of, you know, learn the nitty-gritty, kind of like that fire Festival, you know, because there's a really yeah. good documentary about how yeah. that was just a train wreck. So I thought it'd be like that. It wasn't. It was a bunch of dumb woke millennial freaking columnist talking about how new metal was like this was like this the, the beginning of like the alt-right and racism and all the stuff they complain about now 
but they're they're you know equating it to like freaking like Limp Bizkit and stuff like that. And it's just hilarious to hear them talk about like how this was such a like to give you an idea of how overly dramatic and douchey this documentary is. This is one guy who was like an EMT that they're interviewing who worked at the festival, mm-hmm. and he literally says, "I did uh, aid relief for Hurricane Harvey and Katrina, but Woodstock was worse than both of those." I'm like, Woodstock? Wow. We're we're where one guy died from like a heart attack because he was like he was you know a thousand pounds and he was in the mosh pit and had a heat stroke basically, yep. and then the rest of it they just a bunch of idiots uh, lit some stuff on fire and then they had to shut down the festival. That was it. I'm like, and that was worse than Hurricane Katrina. So it just kind of gives you an idea of how stupid and like mm-hmm. sensationalized it is. Yeah. It's entertaining because you'll just be like, oh my god, the stuff you hear, and just seeing Moby of all people, freaking. Uh, triggered by bands like Creed and the Offspring is hilarious in itself. I mean, I I can't argue with being triggered by Creed, but um, but I mean yeah. they're awful. <laughs> yeah, well, but okay, no, it, look, Creed was not awful. Scott Staff is awful. Oh, okay. Because the, the whole band of Creed is Alter Bridge, but with Miles oh, okay. Kennedy singing, who's a phenomenal singer instead of scott staff so gotcha. alter bridge one of my favorite bands of all time which is basically the other members of creed so i can't hate ah, on creed too much that. for that but fair yeah. enough yeah, but no it, like he but he's triggered by them because he's acting like they're freaking <laughs> like kiss back in the day this it was it really felt like satanic panic from yeah. hbo of all people yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's garbage yeah, um, that sounds terrible but it's pretty entertaining just to see all these people like pearl clutching about freaking <laughs> Limp Biscuit, <laughs> like really, <laughs> like oh yeah, new metal was so influential. Hence the fact it's completely gone. We don't look back at it fondly, as we shouldn't. Eh. But um, but no, the the only other movie I saw was uh that Tomorrow War from Amazon oh, with Chris Pratt. Yeah. It, and this is a weird movie because people are divided. Some people love it, and then everything I heard about it sounds so stupid. Like, like, it's awful. like it yeah, just like makes people... no sense. Like everything I've heard about it, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know, like a lot of the people I like on YouTube who like it basically are praising it just because it's not woke. Which I, I wouldn't go that far because there is some. I mean, it's not. Be, it doesn't have all the dumb political messages that a lot of modern movies have. But yeah. I wouldn't call it like this base, like awesome return to good old action movie days type of movie. Mm-hmm. It it totally rips off edge of tomorrow like blatantly mm. no, great. The, the creature design a lot of the premise i was like this is edge of tomorrow but dumb um <laughs> and like chris pratt who i like a lot really isn't good mm. uh, they just kind of you know probably said hey chris pratt do your thing and he has nothing to work with um it's just a really dumb movie and it's unfortunate because there is kind of like the old movie there is kind of a cool concept here where like the the people there's like a war in the future and there and people travel back in time basically to recruit people from modern day to help fight, which yeah. is like interesting because they have this like draft basically and so at one point like you know Chris Pratt's character gets drafted even though he's already served in the military of course mm-hmm. and like he's going to like the place where they ship all the people off to the, the the war in the future and so you have like all these like soccer moms and accountants who are being trained for war and it's like all right this is kind of cool because they're all ter- terrified and. It's like ordinary civilians who are being called to fight, but the freaking humor in this movie is so irritating. It's it's far from home, but worse. Like to Ugh. that level of Ugh. constant humor, to where like people are about to go off to war where they know they're gonna die. Like the whole movie, they're saying, "Oh, like eighty percent of people who go off to fight die." 
And people are literally like, are there going to be snacks at any time? And I, I was I was so angry because yeah. I'm like, you could have done something really cool with this concept. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end of it, it just goes off the rails. Like really bad CGI, slow motion tone. Uh, J.K. Simmons was cool, but that's about it. And yeah. so it's it's a terrible movie. And they spent a boatload on this. It was like a $200 million budget. Good Lord. And I'm just like... I'm like, good lord, Amazon! Like, you you couldn't invest in some good writers at least, but um, yeah, that's that's all I've seen. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Now don't watch it. I need to watch the Val Kilmer documentary, but I. Yeah, I saw that came out. Yeah, I don't have Amazon though, so I just haven't. I haven't looked. You don't? I no. So I, I haven't. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, so I I haven't uh, sought that out yet. I need I need to do that. That needs to be my next thing to do because sure. yeah, super excited that. about that. Um, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's out on Amazon Prime. I think they did a limited, like a limited theatrical thing, like this week. I think maybe or last week, and then I think it's supposed yeah. to come out on like Amazon and like the first like next week, like the first week of August or something. I think I don't remember exactly, but um, something like that. But yeah, I need to watch that. I'm lo- looking forward to that coming up. But um, oh. Yes, it's coming soon. Uh, oh, next next weekend, August sixth. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. So um, nice. All right, cool. <sighs> okay. Um, is there anything else? I think that's it. Uh, yeah, the, pretty much all the stuff we can talk. There's some stuff, but I don't, I don't feel like talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So now, getting into the actual uh, actual topic: Batman: The Long Halloween Part. One, uh, first new Batman movie since Soul of the Dragon, although that wasn't really a Batman movie. So I mean, yeah, what's first Batman about that movie one. since I don't know Hush? Was that <laughs> the one before that last year, last summer? Probably, yeah. Um, and yep. uh, yes, but this one adaptation, spl- yeah. Yep, yep. This one's split into two parts, which makes sense because it's a pretty long book. And um, oh yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot in Long Halloween. It's a very detailed, very dense uh, Batman story with a lot of characters, a lot of. A lot oh, of stuff yeah. that happens. Um, so uh, overall, part one, I, I enjoyed for the most part. I, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, Same. I thought it was uh, pretty faithfully adapted. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of what all they change. Uh, not other much. Again, if- it's been a minute. It's been at least a year, over a year since I've read the book. So I was, tr- I was yeah, I don't trying know to my copy. I was trying to, yeah, I don't have, I don't have it with me either. So I was trying to I used to, yeah. figure out exactly what was changed. And I didn't notice too many differences in the first. The part. only thing that really stood out to me was instead of the Irish, like gain who, uh, tried to kill Harvey, they changed into like triad Chinese guys. Um, Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. So like when he, that, when, yeah. when the, uh, the, the, Nikki Chen got the guys who get killed on Thanksgiving in, in the original were Irish or they were just called like the Irish. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, they were worried about offending the Irish, I guess. I don't know. That seemed it, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that was a weird change. But again, that's minor, which I could care less. Yeah. But the, uh, the whole story is basically murders start happening on holidays and it's just Batman and the police department trying to track down who this killer is. That's the premise of the whole of the whole story and it's batman commissioner gordon harvey dent who are basically forming their own task force i guess you could say that 
and yeah. their goal is to track down this this killer. Um, because it's basically like revolving all around the crime families of uh, Falcone and uh, Maroni. Yeah, yeah. It's it basically uh, Falcone crime family members are getting murdered. That's pretty much what's happening. And yeah. um, and uh, so yeah. it's kind of like a whodunit. Um, which yeah. Is cool. You know, it's, those are the good Batman stories of the mysteries where we don't know who the villain is, of course. And obviously, the other known villains show up. I like how the cent- the central kind of plot is uh at least for the time being a, a mystery of which both, you is know, Bat- literally every single jeff Lowe batman story is the exact same that's true <laughs> he can only write true. one story and it's where some brand new mystery pops up with a brand new villain and then we just interact with every single batman rogues gallery villain on the way uh, pretty much uh, on the way to this brand new villain that's the main villain yeah, of the yeah. story that's every You're single jeff Lowe batman story uh but, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. Most of them are pretty no, good. No, because again, mysteries work for Batman. Um, yes, because you know it gives him something to do as a detective. That's probably the best part of, about this whole thing is it's a it's just a straight up detective story. Like everything about it's Batman the detective. So yeah, that's always great because we just don't get enough of that uh, ever in in any sort of media. So and I, and I like how it's basically kind of right after year one and kind of plays into that whole timeline of like this is still early Batman yeah kind of figuring things out so I love that time period of you know um, exploring Batman's career wise yep yep that's a lot of fun um, and then obviously the the Harvey Dent character is probably the other is the other main character where you're yeah. you're getting to see all of his you know his interactions with people and his Before struggles yeah and basically his lead up to becoming two face. That's, that's the whole story. And, and if it sounds familiar, um, it probably is because it's basically what Christopher Nolan took for the dark Knight. Yeah. Except a lot of long way sped up to stupid degree and wasted. But, um, that's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much the same type of arc, um, as, as from the dark Knight because that was very closely based off of the long Halloween. Yeah, there's um, a lot, not just Two-Face, but like the whole giant warehouse full of money that they light on fire, obviously, was in the Dark Knight uh, yep, and yep. little stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you totally find a lot in the Dark Knight. Yeah, in uh, in the version of the uh, Long Halloween trade that I have, the intro is is actually written by Christopher Nolan. So, Oh, nice. Where he's basically talking about how he used the book for his, you know, for his movies and stuff like that. It's probably the main source of batman comic that christopher nolan used um yeah for for his adaptations and you can yeah and so so anyone who's coming at this afterwards like obviously if you've you know if you've already seen the nolan movies you'll you'll a lot of this will feel familiar to you um yeah because of that which is cool that that's always that's always fun oh totally um the the other change is the dynamic between batman and catwoman is a little bit more sped up in the movie than it was in the book. Oh yeah. Like, they're kind of already true. there and like know each other's identity. The like thing. all that's kind of already that's a thing. True. So that's kind of, you know, sped up a little bit. Um, I, I guess, <laughs> can we talk about the biggest problem with this movie? Oh, and again, this is part one, not part two. The biggest problem with this movie, part one. Why, why does DC want to put $3 and 80 cents into their animation budget now? Dude, I don't know, man. It's so it's... bad. It's so bad. And look, 
I see so many people who actually enjoy this animation style and, and are treating I it like it's a that. choice. And look, maybe it was an animation style choice. And if that's the case, it was the wrong choice because it's terrible. But I, I'm led. I would believe that it's just because they're cheap pieces of crap and just oh. aren't wanting to put any money into this. That's what. That's what I think. Tell me what it is. It's just so. It's flat. It's dead. It's like it's two D animation. But like yeah. really 2D, like it, they look like pieces of paper and wow. like cut out moving around on a background. And uh, I, yeah, I, I, I am honestly, sh- I have seen so much praise for the animation style in reviews, like shockingly amount. And I, yeah, I, I don't understand. I really don't get it because I'm, I'm I just, hoping I don't think it looks good at all. I'm hoping this is reaction because I will say as much as I don't like this style, I I probably like it better than just a completely awful like killing joke, which was trying to that be like horrible, the previous yeah. style, but just a much lesser quality. Yeah. But this is still bad. So I'm hoping that it's just people being like, oh, well, at least we're not back in the whole freaking doodling stage I, of that's animation. Not but the, what I've, that's not the reaction. The, the reaction then, is they truly the like this. And oh, God. I don't get it, especially when the book has such a distinct and, you know, such exactly. a distinct it's such a uniquely drawn book by sale that 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 just makes it even worse which and again it, it looks I really bad when stuff is in motion you can go back to the dark knight returns adaptation which i just watched a few days ago again oh brilliant and they do such a good job of implementing the look of Miller's draw or um of Miller's drawings, but with yeah. obviously, but making it you know still a clean and animated movie, so you can't do the scratchiness of his drawings. You you can't adapt that in a movie. No. You, you just can't. And I'm but, glad because I don't I don't love that stuff. Yeah, but they keep the designs. They keep the character the looks. Portion. Like all that yeah. stuff's the same, and so yeah. it 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 feels like you're like it's the same story. It's crisper. This yeah. is just. It, it, the best example is they 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 borrow the animation from the show Archer. That's what it is. They they use yeah. the cheap yeah. flat animation from Archer. Because I I especially hate it whenever it's like stuff in motion, like car chases, like the cars. Like, yeah, it looks like fully computer, but low res, like previs stuff they use for movies. Well, but then they've they been doing that add... for vehicles for like a decade at this point. That's true, but it especially looked bad in this because yeah. I don't know why, but. Even even when some of the characters are moving, like they're in the, the chase with like Batman and, and Catwoman, they look bad. Like especially when stuff is trying to be kinetic, it looked really bad. But no, like you said, it, it feels very two D. And it, like there's certain parts where like a character is running off into the distance, and it just feels like even though this is all you know illustrated, it feels like there's a wall there where if the character kept running, it would just run into the background because it, it just feels like all they're doing is shrinking the the animation of the characters smaller and smaller to make it look like they're going to a distance. Yeah. I don't know what it is. No, no, it's, you're right. It's, it's Archer. It's the show Archer and I love Archer, but <laughs> I don't love it for the animation. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Ah. I, 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 I honestly don't get it. It just, it's so frustrating, yeah, that's, that's especially because I've been going and watching so many back. older animation movies. And that's the one thing until the killing joke. And even after that, the, you know, even though the stories a lot of times are pretty, pretty blah in a lot of their animation movies, the animation looks good in most movies yeah. up until the past, I don't know, five years, maybe less, yeah. like three, 
two, three years, I feel like. It still has looked, the animation at least, has been good, but not in this. I, I, yeah, I don't get the sudden change. Like, they just cannot find, just find one good style and stick with it. Like, the, the timeless old style that we all like. I mean, uh, it's it's not hard. I mean, um, there's certain shit. I mean, uh, granted, animation today in general is really yeah. kind of gone off the rails. Yeah. Um, that's why more people would turn to anime. I just, I can't stand anime. I, yeah. I wish I liked it, but they definitely have the quality when it comes to writing and drawing, at least. But, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing holding this movie back because for at least part one, it's still very accurate. And you know, my, I guess my only other issue with the movie, I don't know if you felt this way, but especially at the beginning, it just felt very quiet. Like when when characters are talking, especially when they're having like their sentimental moments, it just there was no music or anything, and like characters would pause for dramatic, you know, effect when. Like Harvey is talking to Gilda and stuff, and it just felt kind of, I don't know. I'm like, can we get some like background noises or some like music to kind of give us a little atmosphere here? It just felt kind of, I don't know, very mm-hmm. awkward in some way. But that, that might just be me. But it gets better in, toward, as the movie goes on because like stuff starts to happen. Yeah, I, I just, didn't. I, I didn't kind of notice that. I didn't slow. notice that. So that's interesting. And it just might be me. No. What did you think weird. of uh, the voice acting? Uh, the voice acting, for the most part, I thought is fine. I mean, it pretty much always is, you know, that's one thing where most of these movies, usually the voice acting is, is pretty solid. Um, the, the only the only thing that bugs me, I just, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. Jensen Eccles is Red Hood. And I know, I it's the just same way. so hard. And like, he does a fine job. Like, he's fine. Like, he's eh. not bad, but it's just like, <laughs> I, all I can think of is this is the Red Hood because it's the same voice. And it's just like that. So that's that. It's so hard to get past that because I'm just like, you're the Red Hood. This is the voice of the Red I, Hood. I, yeah, it was hard to get past the Red Hood. But then also, I, I liked when he was just Bruce Wayne because his normal voice is deep enough. Yeah. But I, I felt like he tried to make it too deep when he was Batman at certain times. And yeah, it kind of starts to sound a little like he's trying a little bit too hard to, to come off as like, you know, gruff and, and menacing. Um, so he's not my favorite. Obviously, I, I would kill to have Bruce Greenwood back. But uh, yeah, well, and not, was, not even was... just him. Um, but uh, like I said, I've been watching a bunch of animated um, DC animated movies over this past week, and and watching Justice League Dark. Oh my gosh! Like I, I would, I, I wish we could, um, I wish we could go back and get uh, Jason O'Mara as Batman. Like, oh yeah, he was good. His voice is great. Watching, yeah, yeah, I watching him. these, I, I'd forgotten that. Um, because he basically yeah, he has done the voice for pretty much all of these DCAU when they were still yeah, yeah. really making them all interconnected. Like all the movies, he does pretty much all those voices. So like all the That's Son true. of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, uh, like Bad Blood, the the Justice League yep. War, like all of those. It, I'm pretty sure they're all Jason O'Mara. I could be wrong, but I'm yeah. at least most of them are. Most of them. And so watching yeah. Justice League Dark, which has his, his Batman in it, I'm just like, man, this oh, is sure. great. Like he's he's a great Batman. I like his voice a lot. Yeah, yeah, I would take him too. Way, yeah, I mean, way I, better, I don't hate Jensen much Eccles, better but... than Jensen Eccles. Again, it's not terrible. It's not bad by any means. It's no. just it's just distracting because it's Red Hood, and it's just not as good as some other ones we've yeah, seen. Yeah, he recently. was better as Red Hood. Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh, yeah, for, for sure, sure, for sure. But everyone else, I thought. Um, was pretty good. Uh, it was funny seeing Jack Quaid again as um, Alberto. Um, I don't know oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That threw me off, too. As soon as I heard that, I was like, wait a minute. 
I, I, I know that voice. And uh, yeah, I've just been, yeah, I've been seeing him a lot lately. Yeah, he has been, he has been kind of all over the place. Um, I don't, I don't know what the guy's name is, but the guy who was Harvey Dent, I thought was great. I thought he was probably the oh, best. Yeah, uh, He's the best. Uh, I think in the whole, the whole movie, I thought he did the best job. Yeah. So Josh Doomhall from the Transformer movies. Yeah. He was perfect for that. Yeah. He, he's great. He's fantastic. I, I, I really, really liked his, uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah, he he was good, and then uh, I think it was like Billy Burke is Commissioner Gordon, who's pretty good. Yeah, he yeah he um, was good. Oh, of course, uh, Troy Baker as Joker, which yeah, but he's is... not even in the movie. Like no, doesn't... and it is re- and it is really just a Mark Hamill impression. And it's a damn good impression. But he I mean, is yeah, parts... but he does a good job with his Joker. Um, there, I mean, there because I mean that's what I like about it is that it's just a Mark Hamill Joker isms, but just dumped by somebody else. And it is crazy. At certain times you forget that it is a Mark Hamill, but you know, you always like it when someone puts their own twist on Joker, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to copy someone, copy the best. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like Troy. I like Troy Baker's work. He's been doing Joker for a while and I, I like his work. Um, uh, and then <laughs> the, the weird, the, the funny one is just having David Desmalchin being calendar man. That's just so yeah. strange. Cause like it does not, it's to crazy, me, it doesn't man. sound like him at all. No, like it sounds completely different. It like I would have never believed that that was David Desmalchin. I, I I thought it worked because especially with how the character d- is designed. Oh no, like, I think he, the he voice kinda... is great. I think it works perfectly. Oh, I mean, it just it yeah. just it's it's very impressive where it's like because you know you have David Desmalchin who has a pretty di- you know pretty distinct voice, and then oh, yeah. ta- you know when it's he's doing this character where it's nothing like the way he actually sounds. It's just it's very impressive. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was really cool. That that whole scene where they go visit him in Arkham, I thought that was a really kind of like chilling scene, especially yeah, the design of the character and then Dave, the way David does his voice. That, yeah, I've not heard him do before. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, Alfred's good. Whoever the guy is that does Alfred, he he's good. Yeah, I've never uh, seen him before, but yeah, he was good. Uh, yeah, and pretty much yeah, and then all the you know Falcone and all the other characters are fine. So. Sure. Uh, Naya Rivera was pretty good as Catwoman, I thought. Not, oh, not, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, liked, I liked the Catwoman in this movie, actually, quite a bit. I thought they did a good job with the Catwoman character. That, that's a character yeah, like that's that's a character that I feel like they've just gotten worse and worse at writing and, and adapting, oh, unfortunately, yeah. because it's such a great become character. become less and less like a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even here, she's not a villain, which yeah. it does kind of bug me because they – they just never use count. But again, I mean, that's the story. So, I mean, you know, that's sure that's fine. And, and there is an element of that to the Catwoman character. So obviously they Although sped up she, a, a few things, but I, but it's fine. But when she just blurts out that Bruce's name, when he's Batman, it's still pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty awful. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's bad. Yes. That's, that's bad. Cause like, all right, Catwoman, come on. You, you have an identity yourself is like, He's right there, uh, freaking Alberto. And of course, you know, as we all know, as soon as someone learns who Batman is, they have to die. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every time. It's like within five seconds. <laughs> it is true. I don't know. What's a better trope? Uh, someone finds out Batman's identity and they're going to die or uh, the red shirts in Star Trek? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. They're both pretty good. Uh, you're you're both as good as dead. <laughs> I don't those know. Are, those are both pretty... Uh are both uh, pretty fantastic what oh man now 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 that just makes a thing of galaxy quest 
Yeah, imagine imagine learning. Imagine you're just wearing a red shirt, and then you find out that Batman is or Bruce Wayne is Batman. You'd be like, "Oh my god, there's no chance I'm living." Well, I mean, that's why all I can think of is Galaxy Quest. All I can think of is Sam Rockwell in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, I need to rewatch. No, that. I'm not going down there. I don't even have a last name. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I need to watch that again. It's been way too long since I've watched Galaxy has. Quest. Such a good movie. God. Oh, man. but uh but yeah no a pretty faithful adaptation um again they change a little bit just to speed things up and add a little bit more action and cut out some extra extra stuff you know the, just the staples for adapting something from a 12 issue book to yeah you know, a, where a lot happens a two hour and 45 minute movie or however long both of them together are um but uh but yeah but i thought they did a good job the whole thing of uh, the whole falcone family dynamic is interesting and they kept most of that obviously the whole mystery element with uh the holiday killer is interesting throughout you know throughout and watching how the characters interact with that especially it's just and you know it's just interesting one of the one of the best parts i think of this story in general is just that it's like a whole year where batman has just lost like he he isn't yeah, solving yeah. this like he's not fixing it part. he hasn't found who it is he can't he can't stop it and that's just an interesting dynamic with that character because you know batman more times than not is getting the better of whoever he's going up against but in this particular instance it's something they can't crack yeah and that, that was also something they did kind of took for the dark knight was a whole like you know every day batman doesn't reveal himself somebody dies obviously just over a much smaller time than this but yeah you're right it's basically a year of patman freaking sucking yeah 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 i mean pretty much and um which is cool because you know it just makes him human and, and it works you know again with this being early day batman right right yeah exactly but um but yeah no the first part i enjoyed i, I enjoyed um i did too i enjoyed the first part thought it was pretty well adapted uh a pretty well adapted story well done character work with especially would have liked it a whole lot more if the animation was better mm-hmm. yeah the animation is the biggest uh biggest drawback with this with this movie unfortunately which is just yeah it's just so frustrating when you go back and you can watch something from the mid 90s and you're like this is a billion times better why have we gotten worse and or like or it's frustrating because you like you see all these people on youtube and stuff who are amazing and like you just hear i, I don't know if you heard but a lucasfilm hired the, the guy who made the deep fake of Luke Skywalker from the Mandalorian who made the better version and they literally hired him and it's like why can't Warner Brothers or whoever hire all the good animators out there who are doing this stuff for free but better I, I beats me man I don't understand like I said it doesn't make any sense everything has gotten easier it's gotten easier right. to do better animation so can't, can't freaking uh freaking uh, commission the corridor crew guys to do it I'm sure they do an amazing job I've never seen them do animation work I bet they could probably but, yeah, just give uh, them like the character designs that people love for these characters and like, all right, here, here now animate them. I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Me too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know why this just low quality animation is just what we keep getting. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's just, it's so frustrating. You're it better is. than that. You're better than that. DC. And we have the previous films to prove it. <laughs> Oh yes, which you know we just end up rewatching more than the new ones, of course. Oh, one hundred percent, and um, yeah, I don't see that changing anytime soon, sadly. But uh, no. But anyway, yeah, I don't. 
I don't have much more to add with this. Again, not very in detailed uh, breakdown, but I don't really have much more to say about it. No, I mean, well, again, they've pretty much adapted it pretty faithfully so far. I mean, that will yeah. probably change when we get to part two, but yeah, uh, but yeah. so far, at least for this brief moment, they look like they learned from their previous mistakes and at least have part one to, you know, be proud about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, this, uh, let's see, let's look at some, some rankings for this or ratings for this movie. This movie has a 3.6 on Letterboxd. Um, it's got a 7.4 on IMDb. It's got a 100% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. However, very few critics rate these movies. So there's only like 19. Most critics don't see these. Oh yeah, and then it has a ninety-two percent audience score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So, I mean, it's not bad. Positives across the board, and yeah, I mean that's fair. It's fair. So uh, it's a good book. Again, why change it? It is a good book. Yeah, it's it's a great Batman story. It's one of the it's one of the cornerstone Batman stories for sure. And um, of course, so uh, they're running so, out yeah. the big ones. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll cover part two next time, and um, we'll see how that goes. So. That'll oh be, boy yeah we'll just that yeah we'll just see how that goes um <laughs> anyway uh i don't know you, you have anything else to add ian uh no kevin smith sucks I've oh never liked gosh him. yeah we didn't even talk about that and i i don't yeah. i don't want to i don't either i don't like kevin smith i like his daredevils i like his uh quiver green arrow but that's it all his movies suck and he that's sucks a, no you're, and, you're uh, wrong you're wrong wrong what wrong Clerks is fantastic. Well, is I love Clerks. Oh, Clerks sucks. Love Clerks, and I love Mallrats, and uh, some yeah. others are fine. Jason Amy's fine. Clerks two is fine, uh, oh, and that's pretty. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob is dumb and fine. Yeah, of course, it's dumb. And and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't like any of his other movies, but I do love. He's. A- I do love Clerks, and I do love Mallrats. I like both those movies Ugh. very much. Clerks especially. I think Clerks is fantastic. But uh, really, oh yeah, no, God. I love Clerks. I, I think it's great. Beautiful people. I would not, would not expect that. Really interesting. Yeah, I don't, it just doesn't seem like your type of movie. No, the Randall character, man. Those are my favorite movie characters by far. Like those type yes. of characters are my favorite. That's <laughs> like my favorite movie character of all time is Chris Knight, Val Kilmer's Chris Knight from Real Dream, Real Genius. Oh, that is my favorite movie character of all time, and uh, that type of character is my favorite type of character. So I mean that. <laughs> Most Chevy Chase characters, um, just that that, uh, that yeah. type of character is just my favorite, and that's yeah, that's pretty right. much the Randall character in uh, in Clerks, and so I I, I like that character a lot. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't even like He Man, and I still think Kevin Smith yeah, sucks. And right, Luke, that's why I don't Luke. really care. I was I never watched He Man. No. I never cared about He Man, so I don't care. But I care that it, you know, I care. I guess that this is still happening. So that part I care about, but I don't particularly so. But I don't care about this particular property, so I don't have anything really to add with that. That can be for everyone else, no. all the other YouTube community that. Well, I, I, I wish they would. I wish they wouldn't. I especially wish they wouldn't watch a show because it's just one more person I watching know. the I know. show. And, and I watched the Razor Fist to video it. too. I totally agree. Yeah, Razor Fist is always right, man. He, he's pretty much always right. Yeah. He really is. Speaking of that, it was funny. And, he yeah. actually, um, I mean, I watched most of his videos, but uh, he actually popped up on Instagram 
because uh, Michael Sweet had posted a clip of his striper video on his uh, Instagram page a couple days ago. Uh, and that was this is from like five years ago when he made that video. But um, that was just pretty fun. That was just pretty cool seeing that show up. Just seeing that show up on there. That was, that was just kind of cool seeing, you know, the actual lead singer of Striper share the Razor Fist video on, on the band. So I thought oh, that was fun. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was confused. I, I, I don't know who any of those people are. But oh, sorry. Yeah, cool no, you, uh, you Michael Sweet's the lead singer for the band called Stripe, or the band Striper. And uh, so he, uh, he had posted a, a clip of Razor Fist's uh, breakdown of the history of, the, of that band, um, which is oh, awesome. Metal, uh, it's an awesome. Mythos. It's an, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is an awesome video. Yeah, those are great videos. If, uh, yeah, if none of you know about Striper from the 80s Christian heavy metal band, you're sorely missing out because they're phenomenal and um yeah so razor first made a whole video of them but again that was like six years ago i don't even remember how long ago that video came out but anyway that was cool um all right i think that's probably it i don't think there's really anything else probably all right it must be but yeah it's probably not worth mentioning probably not yeah all right uh yeah so follow us on twitter at uncaped review um you can get all the links to all the podcasts and everything from there. Um, obviously, you can find this on any podcast platform that you like. You can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bark Bark. So go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, any uh, any final words, Ian? Uh, just rest in peace, Nye Rivera. Very sad. She died last year. Terrible accident. Wait, who? Naya Rivera, the oh, she did the oh, voice yeah, 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 the voice of Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I completely yeah, yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, really sad. Oh, yeah, she yeah. like went out on the went out on a boat with her very young daughter, and just something happened, and she drowned or something. It was terrible. Yeah, but yeah. I, rest I completely piece. forgot about that. Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. Um, all right. So uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, make sure and join us next time for part two of Batman: The Long Halloween. That'll be our next episode, and um, yeah. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week.